So go ahead, Lou. Okay, my name is uh, Lou A., and I'm a compulsive gambler. I made my last bet uh, shooting dice in, a, in an Atlantic City uh, casino 29 years ago. Uh, in step 10, I, I, uh, I read, I write, and I share about my 10th surrender. Continue to take my personal inventory, and when I am wrong, promptly admit it. The result is no more secrets. There's nothing to hide. There's nothing to fear anymore. Sharing this written journal with you helped my daily growth as I accomplished things I could never accomplish before. I look for improvement, not perfection. Written lists and, and setting daily written goals makes me a positive thinker and a positive doer. Did I help another person today? Do I contribute to harmony in the world today? Yes, I do. Abstinence combined with uh, physical and emotional healing gives me the logical ability to cope with life today. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. Joe, you want to go next? Sure, I don't mind. My name is Joey A. I have the addiction of being a compulsive gambler. Uh, I have the good fortune of being in the program for a reasonable length of time, more, more than half my life, and, and that's uh, more than anybody could ask for. And I continue to go to meetings. And step 10, I probably use step 10 more than any other step now that we're talking about step 10 because it's, it's, it's me accepting myself on a regular basis. And, and believe it or not, AA has so much literature out there and they talk about people that are in the program for a reasonable length of time. They wind up using 10, 11, and 12. And you know what? I, I see myself using 10, 11, and 12. It's awesome. And, and, and I can only say that I'm able to use uh, the program. And, and you know, it, it's, it's been working for me all these years. I, I can't question anything anymore. All I know is I'm able to use it. And this particular step uh, keeps me on, on, on firm ground. Uh, I'll never be perfect. That's ridiculous. Uh, there's, a, there's another beautiful that he put together called the, the uh, spirituality of imperfection. And, and that's what we are. We're, we're imperfect people, and, and we don't have to gamble to make any of that. that that's not part of our life. There's, there's such a life. There is a life without a bet, and I've been experiencing that for a long time. And most addictions are part and parcel, use the same program, 12 steps. And uh, I have a thinking problem, which Rabbi Toysky brings to my attention. He's another author that writes some magnificent stuff. And that's how I've been going. And I go to step meetings. I've been going to step meetings for over 40 years. And it's not a coincidence. It's because it works, and I feel terrific. And as I keep going, every time I go, people, you know, you say, well, what do you keep going for? You know, what I did yesterday, I have to do it again today. And the only way I can keep myself in shape is to, you know, step in the, step in the batting block and keep your eye on the ball. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, Joe. Joe. Hey, Steve, you want, you want to go next while we have you? <laughs> no, I'm all right now. No, I'm back in civilization. I'm looking okay. for <laughs> Cool. Terry, you want to go next? I'm, I'm going here. This is Terry E. I'm a compulsive gambler. I made my last bet in August of 1996. 
right. I'm talking uh, about step 10. Step 10 is something that I'm currently still working on, uh, mainly because I still have trouble not admitting when I'm wrong, but changing being wrong. I can take an attitude and, and know it's wrong and admit that it's wrong, but not give it give it up. And it's followed me all of all of these years. Some sometimes I'm really good. Sometimes I can admit it. If there's a problem with my wife, I admit it immediately. Uh, I don't want her running to gammon on probably, uh, but. Uh, if there if there's a problem just in life, I, I can admit it uh, currently, and and fix it. Sometimes, I, and right now I do have a problem admitting a wrong that I know is wrong, but I can't change my mind. It, it has nothing to do with gambling, thank God, but I just can't change. Uh, and, and I know that the wrong part of it is me, and yet I still refuse to let it go. And I know that letting things go is a very important part of the program, and I try to live the program. This particular step, this particular issue, I just can't seem to let it go. And I, I continue to work on it, and I've made some baby steps towards letting it go, but it hasn't gone away completely. And I'm hoping that I change. And one of the, this is one of the reasons why I made sure I got in on the uh, on this particular meeting. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. Andy, you want to go next? Sure, I'm Andy Biel, a compulsive gambler. Hi, Andy. Uh, Andy. How you doing, guys? I, uh, you know, I use step 10 as like my daily checkoff sheet, I guess. I, I guess you would say. God knows. Joe, Joe brings up a good point about not being perfect. I'm far from that. But, uh, you know, to, to look to look at it, I have some issues that I have to do daily. You know, I do. I really, uh, you know. They're put to my attention daily, and, and, and I have to work on them daily. You know, uh, health being one of those issues. You know, I have to look at that and be honest with myself. Uh, it's a daily struggle for me. You know, I have to accept things that uh, not easy to accept, but, uh, you know, I got to do it. And uh, I, I got to look at the glass half full, I guess. You know, and... Uh, and it's easy, you know. Like Terry said, it's easy for... I'm not... Believe me, it's not easy for me to to uh, not fall into these traps every day, to get angry, to uh, to not listen, to do all these things. So I have to really be aware all the time. And uh, thank God my wife does go to that because she keeps me kind of aware of stuff. And uh, it's good to bounce things off her. You know, that helps me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that, uh, you know, I have... I have good friends in the program, and I could I could talk to just about anybody, and and get good answers, you know. 
uh, I'm also fortunate that I'm close to a lot of meetings. I get to, you know, a few meetings a week, and I could talk about anything at any meeting, and I feel so fortunate about that. Uh, you know, so uh, I, I guess with all of that together, I have to do the work, and I have to look at that inventory daily to, to you know, to press on and to, to get better. And uh, that's my medicine every day, you know, so I have to take it and look at it as difficult as it might be. I have to do it, and uh, and it's getting easier and easier the longer I'm in the program. So there is hope. Thank you. Thank you, Ann. Hey, Bob, you're next, my friend. Bob D., Compulsive Gambler, uh, 31 years since hey, my Bob. last bet. Yeah, the first thing that hits me with this step and most of the other steps is that it exposes the myth that uh, GA is primarily a stop gambling program. It's an obvious necessity to stop gambling, but it's not the main purpose. It's a recovery program. And so if you're lying, cheating, cheating on your wife, doing drugs, drinking, and all that other crap, and you've just stopped gambling, you're obviously nowhere. And these steps force you to join the human race and do everything right. And uh, that's the real positive of this program, these steps, because it it really focuses on what's important in life. I'm going to just give a quick one-and-a-half-minute incident where this step came into play a few days ago where I'm trying to get onto the George Washington Bridge and a lot of heavy traffic. I tried to cut somebody off. I did. I was 100% wrong. The guy finally inched ahead of me, and we missed each other's cars by half an inch. I was an imbecile. I was an idiot. I was a jerk. I caught up to him on the bridge. It hit me immediately what a jerk I was. I caught up to him. I put down my window. In the past, fingers would have been up, swearing would have happened. And the guy rolled down his window, and I said, I am sorry. I was ridiculous. I was an imbecile. He responded to me and said, I'm an imbecile too. Why don't you go ahead of me? And now we're arguing who's to go ahead of the other. (laughs) Can you believe that? And and the point is, he, he finally let me go, and it was diffused. It was totally diffused because I took a moral inventory and promptly admitted it. And if you took, it almost always works if you promptly admit it, and it almost never works if if you don't admit it. So I am so grateful I go to step meetings on a regular basis that I was able to at least apply it uh, recently, and the positive effect came right away. So uh, these steps are what it's all about, and thank you for letting me share. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go next, and we'll leave Todd for last. Um, Gary asked am I, am I chopped liver? Yeah, yeah, tonight you are. Yeah, yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, yeah, tonight you are, right, Bobby? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Not only tonight. Not only tonight. And, and chopped liver, you're being kind. I can think of other things. I'm being very kind, yeah. <laughs> Gary asked Impulsive Gamblers, surrender date March 23rd, 1997. Um, you know, this step to me, and like I've been saying going through these steps, it's a continuation of, of surrendering um, to myself, to my program, to my recovery, and, and to life. And, and I use this step every single day um, along with step one. These are the two steps I've always focused on um, in, in, my, in my today recovery. I, I have to surrender to my, my life's unmanageable. I can't control shit in my life. I have to surrender it every single day. This step keeps me surrendering on on a personal one-to-one level um, with with Gary. Really doesn't have to do much with other people. I have to apply it with myself first, 
And, and when I do that, I, I think it naturally happens. And the same thing with Bobby with, uh, recently. I, I, I'm working, I've got a family situation going on. I'm trying to close a house uh, that I'm executive to my father's estate. And my older brother, who I can't stand, didn't sign all the papers yesterday. And, and he's just being a total jerk, all right? Um, kind of like chopped liver, all right? But just being a total, a total jerk about everything on it. And um, I haven't spoken to him in about eight months. So now I have a situation on I call him up, I leave a message for him, say, hey, I need to talk to you about this situation on it and, and try to do it. He didn't call my, make a phone call back. I called up my mom. I said, I don't want to get you in the middle of it. Just call up my brother and tell him he has to call me. All right. She did. He got upset. She got upset. She hung up on the phone. The, the mother guilt worked, and, he, and my brother called me. All right. So I had to use this step to, to work through the issues that was going on. It would have been easily, like Bobby said, throw the finger and, and, and say, all right, screw you. I'll take you to court and, and, and do this other good stuff. Instead, I listened to him and, and let him vent and let him tell me why. And, and then went on with it. And then I said, well, let me tell you what's going to happen, you know, if this doesn't happen, if you don't sign. And then we walked it through. And, and perhaps for the first time in five years plus, all right, I was able to have a normal conversation with him without thinking I'm going to screw you or you're going to screw me. And all. It was just a normal conversation that went on, all right, only because I had to go put my inventory first. And, th and this was after finding out about it this morning and, and venting and screaming and getting all upset at myself, all right, on what he's doing to me and doing to the family, that, you know, I had to put all that aside just to listen and work with the step. And I had to think about all the wrongs that I I've done with him and, and all the things we've done together. But it was a, a, a really nice step 10 and that I did today with them. And, and I walked out, This uh, we just finished this like 10 after 5, getting this all solved. And I walked out and was so pissed. And then um, Steve called me about tonight with step 10 and, and getting him aboard. And I thought, ah, this is perfect. Let me get it out. It couldn't have been any better time of it than what just happened at the moment only indicating that God is part of my life and, and that he put things in front of me and, and to, to work yeah. through like I did, and then to get it solved through step 10. It was a beautiful thing. So that's my idea of step 10. It's my daily inventory that I have to look in the mirror and make sure that I'm cool with myself. Yeah, thank you. That's it. Todd, All right. you're up next, my friend. Okay, I'm Todd G, and uh, my recovery date is uh, March 21st of 2000. Um, I, step 10 is my best opportunity to practice growth, and to me, that's what—that's why I'm in the program. I'm not in the program to stop gambling. Uh, if I stopped gambling and didn't grow, that would be a waste of time. And you know, I—I I need to—I need not to gamble, but I need to grow. So this is my opportunity. Step 10 reminds me not only to continuously look at myself but and con continuously look okay. at my behaviors, um, but also to admit when I'm wrong. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you guys hear me okay? Yeah, Louie, yeah. stop that. Okay, I have to get off. Okay, go. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, can't make this up. You can't make it's always Louie. Um, uh, go on. Anyway. You got to uh, hand the 
September September reminds me to admit when I'm wrong and and also forces me to change things because what kind of an ass would continue to behave like an ass lying and manipulating you know never being on time and have to apologize because I do in step 10 I have to apologize that's my step 10 but then not change so why would I want to keep apologizing to people and spend my life apologizing here I take responsibility I grow um even though I, I fall back once in a while, it's impossible not to grow when I have to look at my behaviors, and, and it's just it becomes more painful to continue these behaviors, whereas before they were ways to hide away. Uh, now they're not ways to hide away really anymore. Now they're just things that I do, at, and then I'm embarrassed about, it and I have to fix. So I feel better about myself when I'm growing, when I know I'm growing. Um, I'm drawn less to lying, I'm drawn less to manipulating, and when I feel better, I don't keep secrets, which allows me to share more with people and be more of an open person, and then I'm I'm good to be around. I, I'm uh, much better to be around than I was before. Um, and what, what brings me, this is how I'll close, uh, even though I, I was really awkward growing up, and everybody always used to say, just be yourself, which makes perfect sense, but never made sense to me. Um, I'd, I'd get I'd get hurt emotionally by being myself or what I thought was myself, and it became not a safe thing to do. So 13 years into recovery, I'm still learning that being myself gets me better results than being some fake imitation of myself. Um, I just met with my shrink. We talked about this. I actually have exercises now as to how to best be myself around people, which just seems silly to me, but it's actually working and it's less work than having to be somebody else so that's what step 10 is for me excellent thank you tom very good steven you you want to try something sure okay uh steve m calls with gamble last bet january 2nd 1997 um for, for me um I, I'm, I'm 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 it's gonna sound really stupid but a lot of things i say sound stupid so um um it is step ten is like a bailout almost, it, it, and I'm not in a bad way. It's a bailout because it, um, to me, I'll, I'll give you a real life example of today. Today I, I, I had to terminate somebody who worked for me, and I did it by I did it in the worst possible way. Everything that every everything that everything about terminating her was valid. Lies to me, non-production, all bunch of things that were aggravating me, getting inside my head. The way I did it was 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 was, was horrendous. I did it by leaving a, an ugly voicemail. And then following it up with an ugly, disgusting email, picking at her and 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 um, so when I when I say it, it as a bailout, it gives me the chance to come back and then correct what I did, what I shouldn't have done. You know, if I'm if I'm just if I'm to say I'm growing as a human being, I'm growing. You know, I think I've grown in a lot of ways. I, you know, I I I, I, um, I know I have. But there are still a lot of things that I, that 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 um, I react like Bob did on that on, on that bridge. The only difference is it, it, I don't know if I would have if I would have chased that guy down. But but I, I'm I'm so quick to react before thinking something out. And then step ten gives me the ability to to bail myself out. But I don't know I I, I don't I don't know if I'm making sense or anything. But I um, in this in this example today I took I I. I the the, the the need to terminate her was, was, was right. The the way I did it makes me wrong. 
and then I have to use step ten to come back and apologize to her to, for about doing it the way I the, the way I did it, and and I don't feel that much better about about having to have a caller again. I feel better that I that I know to call her instinctively to apologize for doing it the way I did it, but I I don't feel that much better after it's done. So so for me, the lesson is is, is something that was told to me a long time ago. It's told to me all the time. When, when I make any kind of decision that's important, and that was an important decision, um, um, to kick it out with people first and, and, and to write down what, what, what you know, to, to have some kind of filter before I, before, before I make the choices that, I, that, that um, my instincts tell me are right, but my instincts are generally wrong when it comes to these kind of things. So um, it's a learning process. I'm really good at this meeting. This, meeting this, really, this really helped me. There's no, there's no coincidence because this has been, I didn't know what step it was and stuff like that, but um, I do know that this particular incident today was on my head, and so I'm really glad this meeting goes on. I don't, you know, I don't care if it's recorded. I don't care if the world hears it. Uh, as long as I hear it, that's 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 really all that's important to me. And and I'll be back on the call again. Thanks. Thank you, thank you guys.